Oh, yeah. For sure. Shit. You count down. Fuck. You ready? Yeah. I'm on? Yeah. Oh, damn. The show has started? Yeah. We on the show? Yes. <laughs> it's showtime? Yeah. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Wait, wait, wait. Um, the. Okay. Yeah, it's showtime. It's time to go. It's time to get it. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, I had like a really quick, fun topic in my head just now that we could code open on. Do I need, what's up? They're saying good morning. On good the morning. Truck. He said big dog and lady of the house. Hey, hey truck, is, truck is religious with his, okay? Yeah. We had a little pre-bunt this morning, okay? It's we last did? This was last night's bunt, okay? Last night's bunt, okay? You just pulled that out in the last I did. I did. 39 I did. seconds. I did. I really did. I thought we had more time, but eight is just real. I said it was yeah. You did. You did. You gave me the countdown and everything, and honestly, I wasn't ready. Like, I was ready. Like, we done done the prep for the show, but I wasn't ready. But now I'm ready. You thought I was playing. I did think you was playing. Hey, girl, are you ready? Ready to smoke? It's about that time for Wake and Bake with BMO. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> it's about that time. <laughs> oh, this is what I wanted to say. Yeah. This is what I wanted to say. So, um, and I'm putting this in the code open because we're not even going to talk about it long. I called my father yesterday, right, to explain to him about uh, um, our relationship, Right. I called him to be like, hey, Pop, I need some advice. And my father said, you got to go home and have the hardest conversation of your life. So I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you got to talk to the lady of the house about the hards of money. It's going to be tough. People get divorced over this all the time. Like, y'all not compete. I mean, my man gave me a good hour and a half pep talk about how difficult this conversation was. So I comes home. I prepped the lady of the house for the conversation and its seriousness. We have the conversation and then recognize it really wasn't, it really wasn't, it wasn't really all that. It was just like another, another talk amongst the thousands of talks that we've had. I don't think, it, I don't, yeah, I don't think we were in disagreement about anything, so. Right. It didn't feel like the, the hardest conversation of my life. No. Did it feel like our relationship was at jeopardy? No. Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't tripping. Because my father really set me up to think, oh, man, she's going to leave you after this conversation, Brad. What? <laughs> but she did not. Hence, she's still here. So, sweetheart, if you don't mind, hit the intro. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to all my beautiful people on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitter. Or if you're in the background and you're listening to your spouse's phone, what up to you, player? How you doing this morning? You straight? You good? Welcome back to another episode of Hawaii Make We It Be. 
If you're on Instagram, you can go over to YouTube and Twitter, see the full screen. We do have action happening in each corner with some lower thirds. But if you just want to hang out on Instagram, I ain't mad at you, player. Oh, you a Muslim now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is your Solution Baked Morning Podcast. Uh, think of us like Tom Joyner. Tom Joyner. Tom, Tom Joyner meets Howard Stern first thing in the morning with a J. We're talking about black culture through a very black lens. Um, what happened? Akila says she's watching on both. IG and YouTube. Nice. Run the numbers up because we're not going <laughs> to tell the sponsors that was one person. We're going to tell them it was two. Okay? Okay? I'm sorry, but we are a solution big podcast. We discuss uh, what's happening in the world through a very black-ass perspective. All right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and trying to discover and unlock the new blueprints that is black culture. On the last episode, we left you with the question, if blackness is a response to drama, what does it mean to be pro-black? Right. All right? Those are the answers and questions that we talk about. But we also smoke a blunt and have a good time. I know people see the wake and bake and they be like, oh, this nigga just smoking first thing in the morning. Just high thoughts. Yeah, yeah, he just high thoughts. And they get on here and like, damn, this nigga doing the work. I didn't even, I didn't even know that you could... You can question pro-blackness. Yeah, no, you can question it all. All right? But let's make sure we are saying good morning to our producer and the lady of the house, Imani. Say good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning, y'all. Now See what? A couple. So okay. Yeah. A couple? How many people on? It better be just two people on the line then. There's, there's eight. All right, okay, eight. I'm six of y'all <laughs> slipping. Make no. sure you comment in the joint. I don't care if it's one of us. <laughs> more than six. <laughs> okay, for sure. Okay, for sure. I'm saying, but basically, they better be saying good morning, though. <laughs> yeah, they're saying good morning. Because when we announce this event and they say good morning <laughs> at the door, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> okay? Yeah, you paid your ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You joined the group. Yeah, yeah, cool. But did you say good morning on the chat? <laughs> oh, all right. Get out. <laughs> Um, this morning we ain't bring. Excuse me. This morning, as always, we're being brought to you by the Washington Bridge Informer. Uh, for more information about the Washington Bridge Informer, make sure you check out wibridgedc.com or wibridge at wibridgedc on all social media platforms. If you are in the DC area, think of them like the city paper, but for black folks. All right, mm-hmm. so it's better. <laughs> okay, and I appreciate. I just want to give a quick shout out to the city paper. I saw the write up that they did on Odd Mojo. It yeah. took me 45 minutes to read. Usually the articles on DC artists be like, mm, here's a little blurb. Yeah. This nigga got music. Go check it out. And there's a picture. Nah, she had like a whole photo shoot. Wow. It was like a whole 45-minute read. Two, like a two-page spread? Yeah. Oh. It was nice. The Renaissance is here. Okay. All right. We already announced it. I'm not going to hype it up. We announced it. If you missed the show, go back and watch the recent clip, right? She slid that button. All right. We're going to slide it again, too. Uh, but I'm sorry. We are being brought to you by uh, Washington and former Bridge uh, for more stories from a black ass source, journalism, real journalism through generational, uh, a generational source of information. That is the Washington former. Definitely go check them out. We are being brought to you this morning by my good man, the Media Prince. The Media Prince is back for season two hey. of what's going on DMV. We're gonna set up his clip uh, and you know check it out if you want to know. How I get all the tea in D.C., if you want to know how I'm just in on all the information, okay, part of the answer is the media prints. The other part is just I'm just a cool-ass plugged-in nigga. Just check in. All right? Tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> I love me some Saweetie, baby. I love me Saweetie, okay? Media prints, what you got to say? Art. And entertainment. <laughs> I fucking love the media prints, man. Definitely check out my man, the media prints. All right? Last thing before we start the show, okay? 
Just to be honest with you, Wake and Bake with BMO is not a it's not a cheap show. We did a cost analysis the other day. I bullshit you not between the technology and the subscriptions, the weed that we smoke, and the time that it takes to prepare for the show because we definitely progressed since season one. Okay, mm-hmm. season one we put the camera on the tripod, sit down, and go for it. All right, that was it. <laughs> now we got rehearsal days, tech days. We have a preparation time. We setting things up on OBS mm-hmm. so there's a more principal experience here. I'm, I'm, I don't know if you know, but I've been trying to get the the visual situation <laughs> right. I hope you can tell. <laughs> It's week, I three. Been, huh? it's week three. Huh? It's, it's week, week three. three. It's week three. I've been I trying. I've been getting yeah. my pose too, right? <laughs> it's picture day in creative theory, okay? <laughs> it's picture day. I learned you got, as a man, you got to face the light, stick your chin out in your forehead, tilt down. That's it, though, right? That's it, though, right? All right, bet, 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 bet. Okay, 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 okay. I just want the people to know I'm going to be pretty. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty. Um, but I'm sorry. We did a cost analysis of the show. We wrapped all those things up per episode. I bullshit you not. It's like $212 an episode. Yeah. What, Demo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here you are watching it on Instagram, YouTube, and um uh, uh and, and Twitter. Twitter for free. Now please continue to do so because what we finna say in the later parts of this episode is far more important than the capitalistic structure that it takes to actually create this episode. We're not even in for the money. But if you feel like you could put some dollars in on the rent, put a couple dollars in on the rent, just go to bmoauthentic.com backslash dub rent, D-A-R-E-N-T, uh, and they'll show you some instructions on how you can donate to the show. You get a special little shout out here and we'll appreciate you. All right? So let's get to the show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's do this. Three things we want to talk about this morning. Okay. Right? First, uh, as always, on Thursday, we're going to bring you our Paul Robeson <clears throat> Negro of the Week. Right? This morning, we're also going to talk about uh, our future Supreme Court justice. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then also, we're going to talk about scams. And I think that's the first thing we're going to talk about <laughs> is scams. Okay? <laughs> Ooh. Feel free to donate to the show. That's not a scam. That's real. All right. Let's talk about the scams. All right. All right. How do I say this nicely? I'm a little triggered. How do I say this nicely? Um, you be on Instagram from time to time, right? Mm-hmm. And you see the name of one of the followers that you really respect. You're like, oh, my man. Yeah. So what's he up to? And then you see it's a picture of a car. Like it's a random Bentley or some <laughs> shit like that. And the caption says... You look what I did in four days. <laughs> and you hit just you hit the and you read the thing, you're like, man, my man's really was able to get him a Bentley in California in four days. Maybe I should trust him and do the same thing. So here you are in the DMs of who you think is your man's, and now on your profile is a picture of the same Bentley in the same part of California begging your followers. They flip their money in four days. Yeah. I want to free. <laughs> I would like to free my people of this scam culture. I'm going to give you a quick anecdote. And the lady of the house has some concrete examples. A good friend of mine was recently catfished. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly when you think about the implication of what it means to catfish someone on a dating site. Uh, for money. And it wasn't like, I'm ugly and I just don't want to show my face. This mm-hmm. was a situation where this man was trying to manipulate this person mm-hmm. for money. Right. When you think about the ugliness of what that is, I believe that uh, exposes what modern scam culture is based upon. Mm-hmm. 
So the person that I'm really, really close with gets scammed, gets, gets scammed via catfish on a dating site. And what she says to me post catfish breaks my heart. She says, I've been on the dating site. All the other guys are mid and below. Mm-hmm. And mid is already the worst. Yeah. So these niggas is trash, right? <laughs> the one person I had a genuine connect with, we ended up talking for two, three months, talking on the phone, chit-chatting, et cetera, et cetera, schoolgirl crush, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. The one person who turns out, the one person who I thought I had a connection with turns out to be faker than even the other niggas. Right. So where am I? Yeah. Are all niggas trash, or is there one person out there that can really fulfill what I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. This is the grounding insight for how scams are happening in 2022. Mm-hmm. We used to think that scamming was a thing that happened to old people on the telephone throughout ridiculous situations, right? Mm-hmm. You told me a story about how somebody called your grandma and told him that your brother was in jail, sent him the bail no, money. Told him, they told him it was in a car accident. It was a car yeah. accident. Send the money for for or come down to the hospital or whatever. And then your grandma called Josh and he was like, I'm, "What? Right. <laughs> I'm sitting I'm right sure here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in school. <laughs> I'm in school. I'm cool. I got to get back to class." Right. <laughs> uh, that's not how scams work anymore. Right. Let me give you another stat. And I, I said this to I said this before to the to, to my good folks uh, at Wake and Bake with Be One Night. Let me give you another quick stat. <clears throat> in in investigating environmental journalism, mm-hmm. I learned that there is only one demographic in the known universe who actually gains wealth after a natural disaster, mm-hmm. and that's white people. Not white men, not white women, white people. (laughs) Okay? White people. Only people who actually gain resources after a natural disaster. I want to reframe the natural disaster and put it into uh, 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 emotional disaster, which I'm going to call these scams. I'm going to get to that definition here in a second, though. Uh So uh, the reason why white people are the only people who actually gain resources, gain wealth after a natural disaster is because... On average, by and large, white people are the only people who actually own property mm-hmm. flat out uh, and at a rate where they have home ownership whose um, premiums and coverages cover the rate of the house. In one story I read about a wildfire in California, the dude's garage burned down. Not his whole house. Mm-hmm. Garage burned down. They gave him the value for the house. On Tuesday, you and I, in our episode, we were talking about a claim from State Farm and how a man, his building flooded mm-hmm. through a pipe burst, and State Farm gave him below the bare minimum because they saw fraud in his community. Think about the two examples I just told you. A white man with a house in the forest. That's not red line. His garage burns down State Farm or whatever insurance company gives him the value for the entire house. Mm-hmm. Now this white man has built a second house next to his other house. Right. Doubled his value. Same situation. Black man in a city. Red line situation, reports there's been something that destroys this building, reports it to State Farm. They say, nah, it's too much fraud happening in your area. We don't trust inside the red line. We're not going to give you the money. The man ends up selling the house. Don't have a business no more. Natural disaster happened to both of them. Right. White people gained resources. Black man lost a career, lost a resource, lost a generation's worth of wealth. Right. Right? Right? So these are these scams, right? So I want you to, I'm categorical. I'm, 
uh, putting these scams in the category of emotional national natural disasters. And here's why I'm saying them. I don't know. We used to be poor. Yeah. Like we still poor now, but we used to be. <laughs> goddamn. Yeah. Uh, we used to be man. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. And there would be things that we would do in desperation mm-hmm. that I don't think regular people see. Right. Like we would take surveys. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I'm so versed on data collection now. It's not because I went to school for it. I mean, I did, but I sat in on survey groups in 2009. Right. Mm-hmm. My most recent experience is 40 hours a week filling out surveys on fucking QME and Amazon Turks. That's right. how I know. Right. Uh, I don't know if people who aren't at that level of poverty know about those systems of desperation. Mm-hmm. In D.C., I'll give you this. I'll give this a quick one. And, and the lady house got some concrete examples. In D.C., um, there is a price minimum to live in a place. Mm-hmm. So you could go on to Craigslist and you could put eight hundred dollars down for rent all you want to. Right. And there will be listings that show up, but what listings are going to show up? We already know the Nigerian right. prince got a house that you can drive by, don't have the keys, mm-hmm. send him the money, he'll send you the keys in a few days, and mm-hmm. you can live there undisturbed. You don't even got to pay rent for real. Right. Why do they say that? Acting on a desperation. Acting on desperation. Mm-hmm. And I want my people to know that these people, these scam people, are as desperate mm-hmm. as the desperate. So their strategies have become more innovative and creative. So whereas you thought just the Nigerian prince was in the housing, mm-hmm. no, no. Right. The Nigerian prince is now trying to give you a job. Mm-hmm. Since I'm giving it to you now, lady of the house. Lord, okay. <laughs> okay, so this first one. Which one is, oh. I was trying to get a job back in, I think this was July. Mm-hmm. Um, went through the whole process, applied. I heard back. They emailed me, yada, yada. And then, as you can see, there's this email. She's telling me about the position, what the starting pay is, what positions are available. What else? Oh, requirements, whatever. And then it says, um, you were shortlisted for an online interview with me via Telegram. So then she took me to Telegram and then took me through interview questions. And then, you know. Like an interview. Yeah, like an interview. Right. So then I get this other letter. Is it this one? I think it's this one. Yeah. Wait, is this the same one? Hold up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, no, this is a different one. Okay. This has happened multiple times. Sorry. So you get the second yeah, letter. The second, second letter, letter says. Yeah, the second letter, they're like, oh, you're hired. Um, we're going to send you some money so you can buy the materials, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, at this point, I have money, but it's dwindling down. You know, mm-hmm. I'm living off my savings at this point. So I'm like, I need a job. And they're like, oh, we're going to send you this check. Just, But the way they do it is like a sense of urgency. So it's like you have to do it right now yeah. because they don't want you to think about it. So, of course, I go... Um, they asked for debit cards, so I went to CVS, got get debit cards, but they also asked for it to be sent mm-hmm. via Zelle. Mm-hmm. You know you can't get that back. Right. I lost. <clears throat> you lost a lot of money. I lost a lot of money. Because they ended up sending you, what, a fake check? Yeah, a fake check. They sent you a fake check, asked you to give them real money, presented it as a position. What was it like? Buying medical supplies? 
this one, I think it was a, a laptop and something else. Yeah, like software or whatever. Right. Yeah. So here you are. And where and where did this occur? This wasn't like on Instagram. Where did this where did this occur? This was on Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. The job board. Right. Praying. Not even Craigslist. Not even Craigslist. Praying on the desperate. Mm -hmm. The people who are doing these scams have evolved past the point of, okay, I'm just going to call you and make up a fake situation. Right. They watching the news, too. They recognize that Americans are, are in the midst of the great resignation, where they are seeing themselves in more independent and remote uh, jobs, mm -hmm. where unemployment is dropping, not because more jobs are being made, because more people are employing themselves. They see that. Right. So what do they do? They put an ad on Indeed, take you through all the rigmarole, white word. Mm -hmm. They take you the whole process of making a job only for it to be a way for you to send them money. Right. How long did that take? It was like less than 48 hours, maybe. <laughs> so where it used to be a 10-minute phone call, mm -hmm. now they're willing to invest two days on you. Yeah, yeah. That for was my crazy. friend who was catfished, this happened over three months, and it ended with a request for $8,000, in which my friend said, nigga, please, I know mm -hmm. a scam when I see one. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. They are scam I'm telling you, I want my people to be freed from scams because I, I want you to know I, I try not to judge you if I, see you, uh, if I see you on the gram with your scam, I try not to judge you because I understand that these people are preying on the desperate. But let's just look at some of the, some of the ways that they are scamming now. There is the catfishing scam we just talked about. Mm -hmm. There's the job scams we just talked about. There is the stimulus scam that is happening now. Mm -hmm. Lady of the House got a text message the other day. Yeah, like two days ago. What did it say? <laughs> you put it on here? No, you just got to say it. Okay. Um, it's okay. You can just talk it through. Um, it was like, um, except your stimulus that went, I don't know, it was like 317, blah, blah, click this link to get your stimulus. I don't know, something like that. Yeah? yeah. And then what happened when you clicked the link? Walk them through the whole thing. Um, I airdropped it to my computer, opened a browser incognito, mm -hmm. pulled up my VPN, because I didn't know what the fuck it was, and it took me to Google, but it was signed out, so I'm assuming they wanted me to sign into my Google and it has of course all my payment information, my email address, all my contact info. Yeah. So they could steal that. But they didn't get it because you you did it the incognito way because you yeah. wanted to see what was going on. Right, right. So essentially people were sending out a text message that was phishing mm -hmm. for your personal information yeah. by saying that you could receive a stimulus. Right. Praying on a desperate. We already know the the housing situation, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Uh, Nigerian Prince, we already know that situation. You and I are looking for a new place to live. Mm -hmm. And of course, we're looking for the best deal possible, which right. is code for the cheapest right. and most room at the same time. Right. And so what we get, what we end up getting is like, it's no longer Nigerian Prince. It's like, yeah, me and my husband are away on vacation. Mm -hmm. Definitely stop by the house. Uh, you can send us the security deposit. By the time we get back, mm -hmm. we should be all set up, right? So well, it's no longer like, yeah, yeah, like it's all good. Like it's like okay, and it's and it's and it's no longer written in the in the long single paragraph. Right now, it's like broken out. It's got a little email signature at it. Mm -hmm. The email address makes sense. Right, Earl at Gmail dot com or some shit some like that. Questions about yourself. Yeah, tell yeah. me about you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we trying to we're not trying to go through the credit situation. Right, right. Praying on the desperate, <laughs> trying to take those. I'm telling you, this is an emotional, mm -hmm. natural disaster. And I want my people to be aware of these scams. Mm -hmm. Quite simply and quite frankly, mm -hmm. our ability to recover from these scams is literally 11 times harder than the average American. I'm still, still 
from that scam in July? Yeah. It's still <laughs> March. It's about to be April. Right. And we're still trying to recover from that situation. Right. Watch yourself now. Stay sharp. <laughs> Stay sharp. This is what I do. So the scammers be calling me on the telephone, right? Yeah. This is the, this this is the popular one. They call you. The one was um, when the PPP list came out, right? Yeah. It got released to the public. So yeah. some people took that as an opportunity to call people and ask for payments on their PPP loans, right? What? So I done I done done all my forgiveness. Like I didn't like yeah. paid like the I think the six hundred dollars I ended up owing after all the forgiveness and shit, right? So I'm keep getting these phone calls from Citibank, yeah. uh, Mr. Brown. We noticed that you haven't made a payment. Um, can you give us your account number and social security number what? so we can verify that it's you? They'll call me with that. <laughs> and I'll be like, you don't you don't know my right. social security number? Uh, can you verify for us? No. Right. What? I didn't get a letter from y'all. I'm on the website right now. I don't see, what's your name? What's the name of your, what's the name of this department? I don't see this department on Citibank. I think you have to stop calling me. Yeah. I need y'all to ask questions. I need you to get in that ass. Why? Not only because I care about you, but the recovery from this situation, I'm telling you, I know we all want to be rich, famous, and wealthy, but I'm telling you, the recovery from these situations is terrible for us. Hey, Akiva sent us some money. Hey! She put hey. in on the rent. Uh, uh, she put in on the rent. Yeah. <laughs> All right, watch yourself. Yeah. We got any comments? Uh, Kendall said, I automatically get suspicious when someone I don't know is eager to offer me an opportunity. My man's Lafayette, who I hope is on the line. He's from the bridge. <sighs> I get so tired. And I know this was the hypocritical thought from last week. And I never said it on air, but I get so tired of learning shit. Yeah. I get so tired of being uh, uh, good and mastering shit. Yeah. So I'm talking to Lafayette the other day on the text message, right? Mm -hmm. And I sent him the, the pitch deck for uh, 420 and for the, the thing that I was trying to illustrate, right? Mm -hmm. Send him the pitch deck, and he's like, before I even open it, he's like, you got to think about getting your own domain registered as your email. And I'm like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? He's like, because, you know, a whole bunch of scams happening now. People send you anything. And, and I just tell you now, as the press, like, I, I look for the, for okay, the domain. You know they send you anything to your, to your, um, your domain, like, because I get hella scam emails. What well, they're saying, sending from your domain makes it look less sketchy than sending oh, okay. from just a random Gmail. It looks okay. like you got skin in the game. Yeah, yeah. And that made me think, like, in 1920, did I have did I have to call from my own fucking telephone number? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> they didn't have call ID. Did I have to fax with my with my official letterhead for it to be real? Yeah. Fuck this scammer okay, shit, yeah. man. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, what other comments we got? Uh, Two Chic Party Rentals says these scammers are so crafty. Oh, hey, Two Chic uh, Party Rentals. I don't right. know. Introduce yourself. I don't know <laughs> if we know each other. Hey, Two Chic Party Rentals. <laughs> hey, can I get a hookup? Because I surely need some party rentals. <clears throat> Someone hacked my Foot Locker account and stole all my points. As a sneakerhead, I nearly cried. Damn. They stole your points, dog. Who was See, that? See, that's, that's how you know. Like, Who was that? Who said that? Uh, two Chic Party Rentals. I'm sorry, Two Chic Party Rentals. I want to know your name, so I'll keep calling you Two <laughs> Chic Party Rentals. But now I just want to keep calling you that. But I'm sorry. They took your points? These scammers, man. That hurts. So that means the metaverse is real. If it hurts it, they took your points. Or oh, I saw I saw a prank back in the day where a girlfriend 
uh, deleted her boyfriend's 2K player, and this nigga like yeah. broke down and cried and then broke up with her. I mean, that's that's, that's like murder. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Damn. I don't, <sighs> it just it just upsets me because I feel like yes, um, you have to be vigilant. Vigi- I can't even talk. Vigilant. Yeah. But vigilant. What did I say? I don't know. Vigilant? Vig- you want to be a vigilante? Yeah. I am vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't have to be. like. You shouldn't have to be. You shouldn't have to be. But, to, I mean, not to humanize, but to humanize for a moment. Think about the level of desperation you'd have to be at to hack a nigga's account and take their points. Right. Like, oh, like, the, uh, this is how I think about it. Now, of course... What I'm about to say does not equate to the thousands and thousands of dollars and millions of dollars that are being stolen from black folks throughout the situation. And of course, there's being nothing done by the uh, the FCC or the uh, the people who protect the market to make sure that this level of capitalism is not happening. Of course, that's not happening. Of course not. Of course not. Of course, Zell itself is not like, hey, this does look they, like yeah, they told me there's does, nothing they could do. That's crazy. To go to the police. Like that's crazy. Right. That Zell like who was connected to the bank, so they saw the fake check. They saw the money for the exact amount. They could have been like, yeah, exactly. bro, that's a, uh, okay, we can, we at least, or at least have an insurance or something, something that we can opt into. Right. Stuff because, like, that's fucked up. Like, in order, it, no, that's fucked up. And they I hear. They accepted the check. That, yeah, and they, and same, they accepted the check. Same day, yeah. So I feel like there's going to be some systems to protect us from these situations. But mm-hmm. um, at the same time, not but, at the same time, I think about the OxyClean from the, laundry, from the laundromat. I brought some Oxy down, OxyClean down to the laundromat. I left it down there as my clothes was drying. When I came back, it was gone. Yeah. Um, and and for a moment, I was like, man, I really need the OxyClean. But at the same time, I was like, damn, somebody's shit must really be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> if you still in OxyClean out the community laundry room, I thought we had an agreement. Stupid BMO. We not all playing by the same rules. Protect yourself out there. Right, y'all? All right, y'all? Protect yourself. Well, the, we got any more comments or is it roll time? Um, oh, Kendall sent us some money. Hey, hey. Kendall put on the rent. Hey, hey, Kendall put on the rent. Oh, <laughs> two chic party rentals is Jaw. Who? It says Jaw. Which Jaw? We know like three Jaws. We do. <laughs> is it OI Jaw? Is it, no, uh, is it, uh, uh, you know the job I'm thinking of. It's not that job. It's not that job. It's not that job because that's my man's. <laughs> okay, my man's is in the Coast Guard. All right, he gonna be in Russia soon. That's my man's. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a Coast Guard in Russia? If you in the Coast Guard, do you get sent across seas? Is there even a Coast Guard? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Russia was landlocked. No, it's not landlocked. Oh, is another, it landlocked? They got another coast on the on other, the other side. side. Yeah, I don't think they would be over there. Well, because Ukraine's like I mean, it's the China to, side. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Ukraine's closer to. The West Side. Yeah, right. Yeah. There you go. I'm just waving my hand out. Let me tell you something. We, man, maybe we need to brush up on our global politics. <laughs> Put us a map right here, some shit like that. Oh, we're talking about here. It sounds like it's rolling time. Oh, we do have one more comment. Turn go me ahead. up. Josh says, "I stay getting calls about insurance on a car I have never owned." Yeah, I get I get emails about insurance for a car I've never owned too. Now some of those are obvious. Yeah. But the the. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Go. No, you go ahead. But the nefarious ones are the ones that prey on desperation. Right. Mm. We got some more comments. I Go ahead. See. Okay. A4E. You know what that is? 
Maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, I keep getting texts about someone wanting to buy my land in Florida. Me too. Um, I don't even live there. Bro, I have no connection to Florida like that. They don't even send a link. LOL, playing the long game. <laughs> they gonna make you believe that you got land, get you to sell it, and somehow you gotta pay for it. <laughs> Born off conflict says I used to work for FEMA and disaster recovery for 13 years before this, and day in and out I saw white folks coming up, and my black and brown yeah folks were getting my help to come up on their claims. Yeah. Oh, Jahara. Okay. No, that's two chic party rentals. Okay. Okay. I had to see your face. Okay? okay? And I'm bad with names. Don't take it personal, Jahira. I appreciate you. Insurance Robin Hood missed that job. Love this life more though. That's what Born mm. Conflict said. The um Hey, it's Chiquette. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's what we're going to do now. Oh. It's rolling time. Nice. All right? Today's rolling time is being sponsored by you. <laughs> it's being sponsored by Chiquette. As I said in the last episode, uh, the chocolate renaissance has been, uh, the chocolate renaissance has arrived. We here. Langston Hughes is on the line. Yeah. Zora New Hurston is on the line. Mm -hmm. Okay? We're in Harlem right now. Right. Chocolate City has arrived. And how do I know? How do I know? Because genius level content is being created using genius level artists mm -hmm. in a situation. See, it's repeating itself. Right. We're replicating ourselves. It's all the same new blueprint. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. So we want to appreciate y'all. We want to thank y'all over at Get Day Team for sponsoring today's rolling session. All right. We'll be back with more of the show. Make sure y'all, oh, I'm sorry, we'll be back with more of the show. Check out I Want You by Chiquette. I want you. I want you. I want you. I want you. I 
For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Thank you, Chiquette and, and the good people on the team, Jada, um, all the wonderful stars of that video. I just think it's absolutely beautiful, a wonderful video, uh, beautiful depiction of Chocolate City, black and white, um, hype Williams styles. I mean, yeah. I hope y'all was over on YouTube because, man, the shots in that joint are crazy. Right. All right? And the artists in that joint are crazy, okay? And y'all know I love me some Kramer, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay? This is a Kramer to Shira fan page and Jada, okay? <laughs> okay, man, the three horsewomen of the apocalypse, if you will. I like power. <laughs> shout out to them. Shout out to Chiquette. Uh, we want to give a shout out to today's sponsor. Uh, sponsor of our blunt for this morning is the good people over at Street Lawyer Services, D.C. Make sure you go check them out on 8th Street, Street Lawyer Services, 
ah, excuse me, Street Lawyer Services, D.C., on H Street, Street Lawyer Services, New York, Street Lawyer Services, Miami. If you're traveling, tell them BMO sent you. They're not going to hook you up, but it'll be good for me, though. <laughs> I mean, we're still working on the deal, but, you know, I'll cut that part out of the, the ad that I sent over there. But make sure you go over and check out. Ah. Make sure y'all go check out Street Lawyer Services. It is an I-71 business. All you need is your identification. They have wonderful products over there. They have your tree. Traditionally, they have some Keefe roll-ups that are actually pretty good, some other pre-rolls, some standard pre-rolls, and then some great edibles, some trusted edibles, okay? Because okay. sometimes you get your edibles and it's just a piece of chocolate cake, <laughs> all right? And it's like, oh, this is some good cake, but I ain't feel shit. Yeah. I feel a little diabetes, but that's about it. My sugar high, but that's about it. So make sure you go over there with your ID in hand. And this morning, we are smoking one of my personal favorites. Mm -hmm. Okay, it is a sativa. Okay. It's floating around the city like crazy right now. I went to the cookies factory and got it myself. Mm -hmm. Street Lawyer Services. We're going to see if y'all have the same product. We smoking cereal milk. Hey. <laughs> cereal milk. We do love... Um, I do love the jars. Yeah. And I love that we have a collection of like six jars over there now. Yeah. Um, give it a quick smell. See, see, what, see what you think. See what you think. Is it given cereal milk? Because we just smoked it a lot. It's not cereal. Well, I mean, it is cereal milk. Yeah. But it's not giving cereal milk. It's giving like a little pine, like, yeah, pungent. Pungent? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. got that stank on it. It's yeah. got that. Mm. All right. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's not sweet. No, nah, it's not sweet. Something like it's like a, I would call it like an IPA then. Mm -hmm. Right, oh, right. Yeah, it's yeah. got that. Ugh. Oh, but I like it. Uh, mm, ow. Mm. Let me get my pose face <laughs> on again. Let me show I practice. <laughs> All right, bet. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, bet. <laughs> Y'all don't mind me. It's picture day in creative theory. Yeah. Let's get to our next subject, which is quite possibly. My favorite time of the week. It's time for the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. Yeah. Woo! I don't know if y'all know this, but we, I, every week I do this. I, I do this, and then I look up Paul Robeson more and more. I'm just more fascinated by his life. Paul Robeson started a publication with W.E.B. Du Bois. My man Webby Du Bois. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> imagine, so imagine this. Imagine if all of a sudden one day, Denzel Washington started writing books with Michael Eric Dyson. That's the that's thought. Crazy. That's what that's what happened. Right. Also learned that at one point, Time called Paul Robeson the most uh, known Negro in the world, mm -hmm. and then had to run uh, uh, a correction. He was actually the most known American in the world. Oh. Paul Robeson, black man, wow. played Othello. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. And then was uh, um, uh, uh, Cast aside, the end of his life was very, you know, uh, filled with, uh, 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 what do they call it? Accusations of communism. He went through the McCarthyism situation. And although he was a known anti-fascist, mm -hmm. which is interesting because he would have been Antifa now. Keep that to yourself, though. Oh. Um, while he was a known anti-fascist, he was known also within major America as dangerous and a traitor to American politics. So the Paul Robeson Negro, excuse me, the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week Award is dedicated to people that we see in blackness who are the most popular American in the world, but also the most dangerous black person in the world. Mm -hmm. And this week, mm -hmm. 
We have a man who continues to surprise me, mm-hmm. and maybe I need to unlearn my stigma of football players because I learned Yogi is a football player, and I respect his brain. Okay. I thought football players were stupid. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I really did. I thought football players were stupid and fucked your girlfriend. That's all I thought they did. <laughs> That's all I thought they did. And went to and went to state. That's all I thought they did. We go to state, they fuck your girlfriend, and they stupid. But apparently, I need to unlearn what football players are. Deion Sanders, who is the head coach of Jackson State, who recently said, I ain't trying to be no NFL head coach. Fuck all that. Who said, I'm down here with my kids trying to make a difference. Who has changed how we think about college recruits going to HBCUs. It used to be back in the day, your number one recruit from high school wouldn't go to an HBCU because they didn't have the resources. Then Deion Sanders, who's a Hall of Fame fo- Hall of Fame football player, quite best, quite possibly top five football player of all time, mm-hmm. goes to Jackson State and becomes the head coach. And he says, you know what? Fuck all that. Bring your black ass to Jackson State. And so they did. All right? Mm-hmm. And so as colleges do, like your Alabamas would do, like your Michigan States would do, like your, your Auburns would do, they have a pro day. Mm-hmm. And usually at these white institutions, the pro day, all 32 teams will show up to the pro day. Let's play the clip. Let's play this dangerous-ass man while we spark this blunt. Okay. Good day and God bless. Yesterday was phenomenal. I mean flat out phenomenal. All the kids that participated on pro day, hats off to you. God bless you. The people that came in support, the coaches from the SWAC schools and various schools that came there to stand for your kid. Hey, I love you. 24 teams. 24 teams came to witness our kids yesterday in its entirety. And I appreciate you. But there's 32 teams uh, in this Crayola box. Therefore... The Dolphins, the Broncos, the Texans, the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Ravens, the Panthers, the Browns, the Vikings, and the Eagles. Where art thou? You could have sent somebody, man. You you could have you could have shown up just a little bit, but I I I guarantee you that you're gonna go to Mississippi State and Ole Miss. I guarantee you, you you're gonna show up there. I understand. I understand you saying they have more talent. I understand. But guess what? We coming. We coming. We coming. And when we arrive, you better be here. You better be here. Because our kids deserve it. You could have sent a scout. You could have sent somebody. That's all I'm saying. We won't forget. To all that came, I love you. I appreciate you. God bless you. And the kids truly should have seen their faces. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. The Bible says how good and pleasant it is when brethren brethren dwell together in unity. And yesterday, we were unified. God bless. Boy, I tell you know when a southern black person <laughs> matters to when they quote the Bible, Lord. Come, you should have been here. It should have been here, <laughs> not here. Right. You should have been here, which actually means here and now. Right. You should have been here now. Right. I want you to be. I want you to pay attention to the teams that Deion Sanders said. Mm-hmm. There's three of them that popped out of my head. Philly, Philly. While back, they had a uh, they had a white boy receiver. I think his name was Riley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Riley Cooper had been caught on camera in Philadelphia. Throwing the N-word out to the crowd. 
nigga this, nigga that, y'all niggas this, nigga that, nigga that. Went full Kramer on us. Oh. Could have had a fork in your ass and slaves. Like, could have went full Kramer on us. Wow. That same season, they traded all their star black players and kept him. I want you to pay attention to the Dolphins who didn't show up to, to Jackson State. The same Dolphins who are being sued by Brian Flores because he feels like he was uh, discriminated against racially, in which I agree. There are not enough head black coaches in the NFL. Those are two of the teams. I can't remember anymore because we're smoking right now. But two of the teams, those are the people who didn't show up. What's the team you just said? I said the... Um, I said, uh, um, said I said Philly and I said the Dolphins. Those are two individuals who didn't show up and two individuals who we looking at like. He said the Broncos too, did they? I mean, oh, so recent, so you got to dig into deep. You got to dig deep with this one. One of our, I think it was Byron Allen. Is that the billionaire? Is that his name? Yeah. I think Byron Allen was in talks to be a major owner of the Denver Broncos. Mm -hmm. When that news came out, all of a sudden now the Manning Brothers and his crypto money want to come out and price him out. Play the next clip, because actually you said some you said something interesting. So while all these racist things are happening in the NFL, and I want to give the flowers to Deion Sanders for calling these individuals out. That's why you are the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week, because you are the most known mm -hmm. and you are the most dangerous person to that institution right now. Right. Deion Sanders also gives a solution to the lack of black head coaches in the NFL. Let's watch that clip real quick. Our buddy, uh, our buddy Shaq, uh, we love him. He was talking about you the other day, uh, and he said uh, that he thinks that you should maybe be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I love Jerry Jones. I love the Cowboys, but I cannot coach pros. There's also, uh, what, what do you think about the uh, thing that's been coming up, that there's not enough black coaches in the NFL? That's true, but yeah. the, the solvency of the problem is, is where everyone's defer. Um, you can't make a billionaire do what a billionaire don't want to do. You can't make you hire a housekeeper you don't want to hire. Um, to solve, bring solvency to this problem, I think we should demand that there are three to four expansion teams and you give those teams to an ethnic group. Then you see how it, see how it falls. As, see as how it owners. plays out as owners. Start we need three black owners. And let's see how it plays out. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing, right? We did the report. G2, we got the evidence in the Google Drive right now. We know that the NFL, the NFL itself is using DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion, using the principles of diversity and equity and inclusion to put up a face, to put up a facade of radical equity. Mm -hmm. When in actuality, there isn't. Right. So the NFL itself can hire as many black people in their front office as possible. But like Dion said, you can't make a billionaire do shit. <laughs> okay? You can't, shit, you can't make my broke ass do shit. No. So you definitely ain't making these <laughs> stuck ass billionaires do a damn thing. Okay. Right? So we know the NFL is using the facade of, uh oh, I'm finna fuck y'all up. <laughs> we know the NFL is using the facade of DEI to present themselves as radical, equitable people of the future, but we all know that's full of shit. Right. We know Colin ain't got no job, and we know why. Right. We know black men can't celebrate the NFL, we know why. We know why you can't take off your helmet on the field because we don't want your black ass to be popular. Mm -hmm. We know why there's not guaranteed contracts in the NFL because your body is dispensable. Mm -hmm. We know why there's not black coaches in the NFL, we know why, right? We know the facade, but what Dion says is like, okay, 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 you talking all that radical equity shit, let's be radical then. Mm -hmm. Start three teams. Start three teams <laughs> right now mm -hmm. 
with different ethnic groups. They don't all got to be black. You have one black team, one Asian team, uh, and one Latino team. Or one black team, one gay team, one woman team. Mm -hmm. Don't matter. Right. But I tell you one thing, black better be in there. If they do that, black better be in there. I digress. Mm -hmm. And and then he says, let's see how it shakes out. Because Dion, like myself, believes that in certain parts of communism, there is, not communism, capitalism. In certain parts of capitalism, there is a thing called competition. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a real ass question. Let me ask you a real ass question. If somehow today, right now, the Atlanta Falcons moved to like, I don't know, Boise, Idaho, and a new team was created in Atlanta, mm-hmm. we called it the Atlanta Kings after Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. called the Atlanta Kings black ownership. You telling me that's not where black homecoming's gonna be? You telling me that's where not all the black bands gonna have a battle of the bands? Right. You telling me that's not going to be the capital of black commerce as it comes to NFL? Mm-hmm. Fuck the team I'm rooting for now. Right. Fuck them. I don't even watch the NFL, but we got a black, we got a black on Kanye and Byron Allen and Tyler Perry own a fucking NFL team in Atlanta. You damn right I'm a you damn right I'm a fan. <laughs> you damn right I'm a fan. What? Let's see how it shakes out. So I I appreciate you, Deion Sanders, my Paul Robeson of the week. You are forcing me to unlearn what I think a football player is. Mm. Yeah. And at Jackson State, the sonic boom of the South. Come on. That little popular I want here's a little fun thing. That little popular dance that's going viral on TikTok. TikTok, they're calling it the, the new moonwalk. Yeah. That's what the Jackson State drum majors do. Really? Oh, you that's where I've seen that shit. Know your culture. Okay. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> All right. All right. Man, this blunt is good though. Right? We got any comments? Uh. Yeah, y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to fuck with some of this. Uh. uh yeah, y'all gonna fuck with some of this street lawyer services shit, man. This motherfucking cookies cookies milk is good as shit. Yeah. I don't had the weed man's cookies and milk, but that's that's different. <laughs> it tastes like it's been you know. This tastes like the shit that was actually at cookies. Right, man. Yeah, I'll keep that to myself until we don't have them as a sponsor. But I have comments on the pricing. Oh no, I was talking about the other cookies and milk. It tastes like it be going from hand to hand. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Just like seven niggas. Right. Uh, 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 straight from farm yeah. to table. Okay. Farm to table. <laughs> That's what we call the wee men. <laughs> they are now community cultivators, farm to table. Okay. <laughs> Let my people thrive. Right. We got one more thing. Oh, we got um, any comments? Go ahead. Yash said, we put so, so much effort in changing the hearts of the heartless. Let's try just adding in some owners with heart. That's a very artistic way to put that. Right. That was beautiful. That was. <laughs> that was beautiful. Write that down. Right. <laughs> like that. Write that down, dog. Write that down. We can, re- we, can re- we can reuse that. What other comments we got? Any more? Um, most of the people just saying, oh, he talking. I like the idea. Um, oh, Dion got a great idea. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. You so as my mom used to say when she was whooping me. You so big and bad. Right, right. <laughs> you so big and bad. Right. Do something Do big so. and bad. <laughs> Come on. All right. What do you think about Dion's solution? What are your thoughts? I have a question. I don't know if I should save it for the burning question. You better, you better write it down because I know your ass going to (laughs) forget. I know your ass going to forget. We got half a blunt left and 
Um, shit, the show supposed to be over in three minutes. God damn it, we didn't talk this morning. Lord, That's okay. my bad, Lord. Y'all know I got the, this picture day in Chris there. Oh, shit, <laughs> I got to go cut go. my hair yeah. and get all cute. Get cute. Yeah, yeah, I got to get all... Yeah. They don't know yet. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They just think I got a... I don't know. What y'all think is... Fuck, quick answer. What y'all think is under the hood? Huh? What y'all think under the bonnet? And will you respect everything that comes from under this bonnet? Okay. You are... Jaw says the cocks are still going to try to fuck us over with the three expansion teams, and then Micah says, "Would it be mandated that the black owner hire a black head coach?" No. Really? Nah. You can do what the fuck you want to do. Because to Dion's point, you can't make a billionaire do what they don't want to do. True. True. So then, like, then it would be okay. So let's say, let's say the three people are the owners. Say Tyler Perry, Kanye West, and uh, um, um. Byron Allen are the owner of the Atlanta Kings, right? And it's time to hire a head coach. Mm -hmm. And they don't hire a black dude. What you think the black community is going to do? I'm sorry, not what you... What should the black community do? Two questions. Actually, two questions. (laughs) Because we started the podcast by saying, if blackness is a response to trauma, what does it mean to be pro-black? So framing that question and that question, if these three black owners don't hire a black coach... Is the black community supposed to advocate for blackness for blackness sake? Or is the black community supposed to advocate for the agency of the black owners? Or both? Because it's not either or thinking wing, right? Yeah, I think. What is the balance of such? I think it's, they should be advocating for black owners. Black because owners that, to have agency. Yeah, that's, that's the issue at hand. Or well, part of the issue. That's part of the issue. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if they would be mandated. It wouldn't be a mandate, but you would have to. Uh, I don't even know if you have to justify. But there will be a reaction. There will. Like and, and again, if if the white supremacy document that we looked at the other day is accurate, and of white supremacy is the thought process of either or that it has to be this way or that way. Um, if I'm trying to elude that thinking, then if this situation were to occur, I accept both. I accept whatever coaches they brought in, and I'm also upset that they didn't hire a black coach. I am both excited to go to the game and both, and both very boastful and, uh, and loud about me wanting them to have a black coach. That mean they got to have a black quarterback? No. I mean, they got to have a, a black mailroom person? No. <laughs> that mean they got to be on black land? Like, damn. Okay. Niggas ain't Marcus Garvey? Shit. <laughs> like I said, then how does that definitely address the black head coach ratio? Oh, we try. It don't. It don't. The, the, the more radical solution to that is have the fourth team be a public team. Public as in public, like I, I, I think I heard this when I was sitting at the sitting at one of the on the precipice of a new nigga meeting. It was this radical idea that like when LeBron retires, he should buy the Cavaliers with the state of Ohio. Okay. And do it like the lottery. You know how like the the lottery is a system that like people pay into and it goes back to education or it goes mm-hmm. back to goes back to the state. It should be the same situation. Like the Cavs should be a state owned team. Mm-hmm. State owned a LeBron team. Okay. So like the 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 operations of such 
the operations and the funding comes from LeBron, but also uh, input from the public. So you could you could tell your mayor to advocate for you to go get Giannis Antetokounmpo in the offseason. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's an interesting thought, though. Interesting thought. But I don't know. But but to my but to that point, I think the the radical next idea is um, in order to directly address diversity, it would have to be some type of controlled public entity that has a say, or some type of minority controlled entity that has a direct say in the operations of a of a situation. And I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that out of individuals. Mm. But I would expect that out of individuals. Like, if Tyler Perry didn't hire a black coach, yeah. like, it's just kind of like... Right. For real? You with this black-ass studio and like, all these... Come on now. The Atlanta yeah. Kings and we got a white coach first? Like, come on, man. Like, right. the only yeah. white dude supposed to be on the team is the kicker. Like, we, we know what's up for the first couple yeah. years. Like, we know what's up. They gave us a whole team. We got a whole team. A whole team. And you still found a white coach? That's crazy. That's crazy. What's up? What we got? Let's move on to the next topic. Okay. Because we are uh, technically out of time. You know, I think I think got to go to the office. I got to get I got to get cute for the thing. Yeah. But I definitely want I wanted to talk about this before we went. I want to talk about um, our new our soon to be new Supreme Court justice. Okay. Pronounce the name for me. Is it Kentanji? Kentanji. 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 Let me make sure. I'm spelling it right. Or is it Kentangi? <laughs> Tangi is my godmother's name. <laughs> uh, T-A-N-J-I, I think. Okay. Yeah. So this, I mean, that part of her name is spelled the same. I think it's Katanji. Okay, for sure, for sure. Um, I am reserving a spot. I want y'all to know this. I'm. Re- we talked about her. We haven't talked about her on the show. Oh wow. No. Um, Joe Biden said. President Joe Biden said. Excuse me. President Joe Biden said that uh, when it came to nominating a new Supreme Court justice, he was going to be dead set on nominating a black woman, mm-hmm. and he did that. Right. Uh, district Court Judge from D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanjanji Brown Jackson. So DC yesterday in the confirmation, she dropped restaurants named Everlasting Life and New Vegan. She talked mm-hmm. about the black, uh, the black Hebrew Israelites that be down in Gallery Place. She mm-hmm. said it all, and I was like, "Wow, that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of wow. cool. I know them. <laughs> wow, I can connect with Supreme Court Justice. Wow." wow. Right. And, and then you and I were talking about kids in the future are going to be at the uh, yeah. at the Black History Month program. Right. Jackson, first Supreme Court justice as a black woman, yeah. <laughs> voted in 2022. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. So we're reserving a spot for her as our Paul Robeson Negro of the Week when that week happens, mm-hmm. all right? But there is a thing that I want to address because okay. I feel like we've been talking about it as a culture, and that's the strong black woman. Okay. And I'm going to try to keep it short because, Lord, no, I got to go. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to keep it short. Play, uh, play the clip. Okay. Thank you very much, um, Mr. Chairman. Um, I would like to compliment the witness. 
Uh, you've been answering, I think, close to 15 hours worth of questions. And I know how difficult this is and hard it is, but I just want you to say in this senator, know that in this senator's eyes, um, you've handled it very, very well. So thank, thank you, you, and I'll move on uh, to my questions. Thank you very much, um, Mr. Chairman. Um, I would like to compliment the witness. Uh, you've been answering, I think, close to 15 hours worth of questions. And I know how difficult this is and hard it is. But I just want you to say in this senator, know that in this senator's eyes, um, you've handled it very, very well. So thank, thank you, you. And I'll move on uh, to my questions. So the interesting thing I find about this, and of course, this is only one moment within like, like, again, 15 hours of hearing that I heard. But I kept hearing the theme of this conversation happen. Like this black woman is being confirmed in the Senate, which has been a historically tough place to be confirmed, no matter what the, the judge is. Although they say that the, the last dude was a Brett Kavanaugh. They said that his shit was like a fucking cakewalk, uh, but you know, white men. Right. Uh, but it's been historically difficult for people who look like us to be confirmed by the Senate in this situation. So we saw the usual suspects get up and show their ass. We seen Ted Cruz, bitch ass, show his ass. Uh huh. We seen you seen your bitch. Oh, I can't stand on Ted Cruz. It's the same nigga when his state was going through a natural emergency with the fucking Mexico. Right. Oh, I cannot believe this nigga. Anyway. So we see, we see Judge uh, Brown Jackson. <laughs> we see Judge Jackson being uh, attacked somewhat disrespectfully in most cases, not even somewhat, disrespectfully uh, approached in some cases. And then, you know, I, we saw the viral clip of Cory Booker um, uh, moving us to tears with his almost corny words. But, you know, we not, you know, sometimes, sometimes if you're the only nigga in the room, then you... You got to turn it on, if you will. <laughs> so we saw that, and um, I just kept wondering, like, will this always be the tradition, like, to be chastised and disrespected by someone who is, in according to the caste system of, of, of the culture of the United States, below you? Ain't a judge above a senator? Well, I feel like judges and doctors are like, that's the cream of the crop when it comes to like professional titles. Like if you a judge, you're like, oh shit. Okay, for sure. All right, judge. Right? If you like a, if you a senator, you also impressed. President, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> no, I guess president is primo. But I just feel like, I mean, somebody who is at least your peer, but you're getting like crassfully disrespected by these people. And the thing that people say to you is like, we appreciate you for your resiliency and your strength and your patience in this moment. Mm -hmm. I'm proud. I'm proud that this moment is happening, but I don't. I think that's an old blueprint, right? Like to be resilient, strong, um, uh, a stone in the wind, if you will. 
I feel like I don't. I feel like that's not fair. <laughs> I feel like that's not fair. The New York Times, if, if you can pull up this scene real quick, the New York Times puts up this headline. Read the headline. I forgot because I. It's two. One. Well, one was the video. Oh yeah, two. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Katanji Brown Jackson survives the final bruising day of questions. Survives bruising. Right. Survives bruising. Keep going. Uh, not keep going. What's the What's the next joint I put up? I put up two tweets. So I, w- I was scrolling through the Politico and, uh, and of course, through some of the, the black women bloggers as they respond. The black women political bloggers are the bomb, right? Especially when it comes to, like, social issues. Woo! Yeah. These women be on it, okay? So I put up tweet one. What's tweet one say? Despite the tendentious and misleading questions from Cruz, Jackson couldn't possibly rage and cry the way now Justice Kavanaugh did in his confirmation hearing without destroying her career. Even an eyebrow raise could be held against her. What's the next one say? I'm glad Jackson is gracefully showing a bit of her understandable frustration. She certainly does not have the privilege to behave as Kavanaugh did, but she should be allowed to be a human. Black women should not always be expected to endure disrespect with a smile. So once Judge Jackson (laughs) becomes the first black woman Supreme Court um, justice, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it too much to ask? And I'm looking left and right because it might be a little bit controversial. Is it too much to ask to get a sassy judge next? Can I get can I get a black woman that claps back? I'm not saying that all black women clap back, but I am saying there are black women who clap back. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just like when Barack Obama was elected, proud, in the streets, dancing, mm-hmm. cried after the inauguration as I was marching past him playing um um the boss on my saxophone, marching 180s, knees to my motherfucking forehead. <laughs> right? But as I was marching by, I was also thinking, man, I cannot wait till we get a real nigga in office. That's not to say that every black man is a real nigga, but I would like to see the real nigga perspective in office. Yeah. Just like I would like to see the clapback judge. You got the clip ready? I got Google up. <clears throat> I didn't know how to get YouTube, like the the browser, like the source. Okay, so, so okay. You got it You got it up? Okay. I don't know if you remember, but I feel like I know who my next Supreme Court justice nominee is when Clarence Thomas go down, okay? I know who I want my nominee to be. What happened? Whoa. Okay. I know who I want my nominee to be. I want my nominee to be the judge in, uh, in courtroom 502, okay? Uh-uh, not today. <laughs> about to pull it up now, about to pull it up now. Why the lady, we, actually, we're going to leave y'all on that. Why the lady of the house is pulling it up, we want to thank y'all for watching another episode of Who Wakey Make We Be. We got a pretty good event coming up, y'all. I just want y'all to know. The flyer ain't done, Okay. The programming ain't finished, okay? But the mind and spirit is there on 420 in the morning, early in the morning, from 7 a.m. to noon will be the first, the inaugural 
Wake and Bake Festival. That's right. We're going to have a plethora of activities. We're going to have vendors from all the I-71 shops that you really fuck with the most. We're going to have some special giveaways from the lady in the house. Hint, we are making our own chocolate. Was that a hint or was that just giving it away? I think you gave it away. Damn. <laughs> what? What? If, damn, what if I said it's a special surprise? <laughs> well, yeah, there's some other things. And yeah. yeah, there's some other things. We're we trying to get our sunrise yoga together, get our programming together. We're going to have a couple performances. We want y'all to call off from work. Fuck it. Come smoke with us in the morning. Come <laughs> fuck with the Wake and Bake Festival on a Wednesday morning, which will be 420. It's going to be a great time. Lady the house, are we ready with Judge 502? Yeah. This is who I want to be. Make sure you turn it down just a little bit in the audio setting. This is who I want it to be. What's up? I, <laughs> we'll see if this works okay. <laughs> <laughs> As our next Supreme Court judge, I feel like I put so much pressure on the last video, but then I always fuck up putting the last video in the pre-production. <laughs> That's my bad. That's my bad. I got the video. I just don't know if it'll be sound, but we'll Let's see. go. Okay. Is there a value button? Let's yes, go. Fuck okay. it. Okay. Oh shit. My bad. Here we go. Their loved one and you all are sitting around here like it's a joke. Not until we follow two. Not today and not any other day. Here's a longer one, but I love it. I love it. I love it. Wait, play the long one. Play the long one. I want them to get the full sass. Okay. Early in the morning. You know how to go back? Nah, don't worry about it. Thank y'all for watching this morning. We having a tough time with the close. Oh, you got it? Oh, damn. See, y'all about to close out again. (laughs) You know, we got ads. We got ads. Yeah. In the. Yeah. Oh, no. I got to pay for the premium. We're not about to put y'all through no ads. Nah, 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 nah. I skipped it, though. It's, It's playing now. Oh, for sure. That's the judge I want. <laughs> That's my Supreme Court justice. Yeah, we'll see y'all on Tuesday, early in the morning, 8 a.m. on Wake and Bake with BMO. Thank y'all for watching. Good morning. You're so silly. What? Uh, <laughs> Am I still just sitting here? Yeah. Am I, can they hear me? Yeah. Yeah, play the video. Okay. Yeah. So the people just watching me pose. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I thought you had closed the broadcast. No, that's why I was I'm over here like, <laughs> trying to get my shit together, trying to get my, am I giving face? Hold on. What's it called? I cannot find it. You know what? If I put my eyebrows down, how many I put my... <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Let my eyes just take 
Just one day. 